welcome back to another episode of How to Survive Your Twenties. My name is Jonah. And I'm Joe. And we're happy to have you back. Um, so Joe, how's life been so far with you? It's been a long time since we've recorded <laughs> one of these. <laughs> long time no see. Where have you been? Where have I been? Uh, so I've been in France for the last uh, six weeks. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. People are France. Yeah. What did you do there? What? What? <laughs> what are you doing there? Why'd you leave me? Uh, my wife, she studies French, so she has to do a year abroad mm. in France. So that's what we're doing here. Mm. La France. La France. La France, yeah. No, very nice. Yeah. What's, the best, what's been the best part so far? Of France? Yeah, um, just like the whole experience? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, nice. Don't sound too nice. <laughs> don't get too overwhelmed, Joe. <laughs> it's just nice. That sounds like something I would say, Joe. Yeah, just it's, it's nice. It's nice, isn't it? It's nice. Yeah, I don't know. Um, good point. Uh, we went. We went to Disneyland. That mm. was good. Um, at, at Probably the most least French thing there was I know, Disneyland. Like, and you're just like, saying that's Uber, one of like, the most American. Like. <laughs> Gosh, Joe. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, my wife's my wife's like mouth was like open the whole time and like she, she <laughs> that's all so weird <laughs> because she was so happy and surprised yeah, and I, 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 I presume that was obvious but <laughs> she just has a jaw condition <laughs> it's very serious <laughs> she like. swallowed 18 flies that day <laughs> but it was I don't know um, best thing about friends I don't know it's just nice like it's just <laughs> gosh Joe <laughs> we feel we feel very like unattractive though in France like everyone's like really really attractive oh, and like everybody dresses really well <laughs> and we're just very we're very self conscious like so yeah. you know also don't compare yourself to others but <laughs> when in France <laughs> it's just a different level you just you don't just understand can't compete exactly like when you're a tourist you don't really care because mm. you're like you're just like you're just wearing shorts and stuff <laughs> still no good points though but you know great glad to see you still feel insecure anyway brilliant yeah no people are nice people are nice that's good <laughs> I don't know what my favourite thing is I'll, I'll think next time for the question okie dokie well moving on anyway mm. great so we're back for another episode and today's episode is focusing on social stress so Joe how does this make you feel when we talk about <laughs> social stress <laughs> Um, do you know, so, bef- so before I went to Italy, when I was 18... Mm. And um, how old are you now? <laughs> I'm 25, and how old are you today? I'm 22 today! Today's my birthday! Jonah's birthday, so happy birthday. Thank you so much. So, uh, when I was 18, before, before I went to Italy, and uh, dur- like, during, like, <laughs> the, I'd say the first, like, six months, really, mm. of Italy as well, I was quite... I, I was I didn't know at the time, but I was an introvert, and um, I, I grew I grew as I the older I got, and generally just through puberty. <laughs> That's a beautiful word. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just hearing it gives me anxiety. Yeah, <laughs> they think I think they should make a better word for puberty. <laughs> it's just something a little just nicer. A bit, it's like an ugly word. It's kind of more much. Yeah, or pubic. Or something. Yeah. Just, pubic. No, no, like <laughs> pubic. Just pubic hair. No, I'm not. I'm not suggesting that pubic is the replacement word. But I'm just saying pubic. <laughs> it's, it's a bit. 
a bit ugly, but it's, it's it should, a bold word. It shouldn't be should, should, bold. It, I'm not saying that puberty is an ugly thing, and it is. It's part of life. And it's very natural, and it's, everyone has to go through exactly. it. There's nothing wrong with it. And it's a good thing. And it just brings back bad, bad yeah, memories. Exactly. But there's something about I just when I think of the word puberty, I just think of uh, for me actually, I think of acne. That's why same, I'm, I'm a same, same. <laughs> Yes, yeah, scarred with um, literally scarred, yeah, that, literally still the scars. Me, from acne. Me, yeah, for other people, puberty might be a great thing. But it's the time for me, blossom, it was. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I blossomed into something that <laughs> no one could prepare for. Children weren't allowed to see. So. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Anyway, so that's, prob- that's probably why... Going back to social stress. <laughs> that's probably why I didn't like to socialize. I was very self-conscious. Yeah, me too. And, um... <laughs> I don't, yeah, so I don't know why we're both doing a podcast. Because <laughs> no one can see us, that's yeah, why. That's true, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so very self-conscious. So uh, I was very shy and I'm, I'm just really awkward in, in speaking to new people but then during my time in Italy what, what I was doing forced me to socialise and if you're learning the language if you really want to get good at speaking then you have to speak and you actually have to have conversations and so on so I actually learned how to socialise there mm. and when I came back for like a good few years I was I was quite I, I would, did turn into a bit of a social butterfly mm. and I was uh, and I, I enjoyed it and I got energy from it and then I got married and I just flipped and I, started, <laughs> <laughs> I just I start, I think it was more I just I didn't need that the social energy that I needed I got from my wife and yeah. I enjoyed spending time with her more than anyone else really sorry Aww. sorry friends no. out there. <laughs> I just um, so I just not that I stopped hanging out with friends but we we moved to Italy actually for the year. Yeah, and I I just didn't need it. Now now I've kind of gone back to my old ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I definitely... Was that the question? I don't know what you're saying. Um, yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah sure, sure, sure. Well, I, I kind of agree a lot of what you're saying. Even <laughs> going back to the puberty thing, like when I was a teenager, I felt like I could be an extrovert when I was around my friends that I was very comfortable with. I knew well, sure. yeah, yeah. but if it's new people, I'd be very introverted. And I think as well, it was probably honestly just because I was so conscious as the way I looked and I thought that other way and the way I spoke. And then I feel like if I ever speak to someone new, they'll just be immediately judging me because of that. Yeah. And so it just kind of gets in your head. So you're just like, well, I'm just not going to talk at all then. And so I don't have to deal with this problem. Yeah. But then obviously the same thing. So I went when I was 18, went to the Philippines and a lot of you say, you know, about learning new language and just being around new people, you have to force yourself into those kind of situations. And I'm kind of glad that that happened because... Now I am. I feel like I'm more further down to the extroverted side of the spectrum because I'm just right. kind of gotten used to it. Really, that just don't think more about what they're thinking. Just kind of just focus on well, what you're own doing and kind of thing, and yeah. don't let that stop you from speaking to people in the first place. Kind of thing. Just pushing yourself into social situations, and you find it's actually not even as bad as you're making out to be. Mm. Once you give it a go, because we we've, we've just said introvert and extrovert, but I didn't know what those words meant until a few years ago mm. so just for anyone who doesn't know we have some <coughs> kind of short explanations mm-hmm. uh, an introvert is a person a what? what did I say? <laughs> introvert introvert <laughs> an introvert introvert is that how you say it? introvert introvert yeah an introvert is a person who remains isolated or enjoys the company of a few close ones nature the self-contained think they think before speaking 
uh, spends more time with themselves, inward focused. Um, they usually have a few friends and they do not accept change easily. Openly communicate about themselves with people they know and trust and deeply concentrate for long periods. Extroverts. An extrovert is an out- outgoing and outspoken person who enjoys being around and talking to people. Uh, nature gregor- gregarious, which I have no idea what that means. <laughs> <laughs> we are prepared for this podcast. <laughs> um, so I'm just going just gonna to say so the opposite. What are, what are, I would presume that's the opposite of <laughs> self-contained. <laughs> Uh, they think as they speak, spends more time with family and friends, outward focus, many friends, accepts change easily, openly communicates about themselves with anyone, and gets distracted easily. Mm. Those are just kind of some of the qualities and so on. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, I think, I think you can. There's also a middle one as well, and that's mm-hmm. an ambivert. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like everything. It's, there's not. It's not labeled. It's a spectrum kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, yeah we're definitely. Well, I feel like honestly, I feel like most people probably would be somewhere within the middle-ish just because there are some days when I feel like I'm introverted and some days when I feel like I'm extroverted yeah exactly and then depending around who I'm with and just how I'm feeling that day it really just depends it's, it's not really I'm specifically one or the other where I only really want to spend time with myself and very occasionally spend time with other people like it's just like I want a big bit of both like there's nothing wrong with that as well like spend some time by yourself and spend some time with your friends like, exactly. just yeah. oh yeah there's no like the best of both worlds there's no right or wrong or anything is yeah. there like Mm-hmm. Well, that's like, the end of the podcast so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, just, I just feel like sometimes when you are too much of one or the other then it can become a problem like you need to find a good balance yeah they can they can be extremes I think yeah, yeah you're right yeah yeah you can like <laughs> and, that, and then when you're, you're calling your friends at four in the morning fancy <laughs> <laughs> <to> chit chat <laughs> yeah 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 like it's if you kind of want to find a good middle ground and everything really not in life exactly. but, but I think the, just because you're an introvert doesn't mean that you're shy Exactly, yeah. And you can be a shy extrovert and all those kind of yeah. things. There's no kind of one particular. Or as well, if that's if you are introverted, like you have some kind of social problem or something, like oh yeah, yeah, like for you, sure. you can't socialize, but you can. You just kind exactly. of just happy being by yourself, which is completely fine. Yeah, too. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's the thing. It's about finding the balance. And I think, I guess, like I don't know. I, I mean, probably I would be surprised. Or I would be not surprised, which is what I want to really say, that people would tend to, tend to kind of class themselves as ambiverts, to be fair. Mm-hmm. And that's just really where you find your middle ground. Yeah. And that sometimes you need time by yourself and sometimes you need time to be with other people and things. But for you, Joe, how would you help someone who was, say, they were having some trouble kind of socialising? They felt that they were too introverted and they wanted to be more extroverted. How would you help them, Joe? How would what I is your advice? What is my advice? <laughs> um, so the f- I guess the, the first thing is try going out when you don't want to. Mm-hmm. And that's, that is something that I force myself to do. That's, uh, um, I'm actually quite good at doing things that I don't want to. Discipline. <laughs> Dis- yeah, yeah. I, it, um, I, I am actually quite good at it. And the thing is, I nine times out of ten, I'm always glad that I did. But... It's just it's just they're getting oh I'd rather, you know, sleep in my I just sleep in my pajamas. <laughs> that's, yes. that's the first thing. It's the first thing I thought of. <laughs> what a boring life I <laughs> Of all the like fun things you can do by yourself, I'd rather just sleep in, in my, my pajamas. pajamas. <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
But uh, so force yourself to go out. So, for example, in in France, uh, the, there's a conversation exchange, and it's a, a great place for me to go and to practice my French, but also mm-hmm. just to meet new people because mm-hmm. it's a it's a new country. We don't really know anyone. We do now, but we didn't at the start. And there's a lot of people similar age and kind of similar interests and so on like that. And very social. And every time I go, I'm glad that I've gone. But sometimes I do feel like my social energy is spent. Mm. And I'll come out and my heartbeat's like really nervous and stuff like that. But I'm really glad that I go because you meet new people and you have a good time and, and so on and so on. I was going to say, sometimes like it is tiring like just to socialise because you feel like if you're around people, you do have to give them your energy and your attention and like, yeah, put yeah. effort Especially into when it. you don't like them. Which, <laughs> it's a lot yeah, of effort. Yeah. But you do have to try and like it can be exhausting like if you kind of do like spend the day with your friends you get back and you just are tired just because you've given a lot of energy to it. Exactly, yeah, yeah. But, yeah you're right. That's something that I found as well just to help with socialising is kind of realising sometimes like I look at some people who look really natural when they are like just making new friends or like mm-hmm. for example if I start a new job and like some people just really like off the bat just good at like making friends and like yeah. meeting new employees and just like being good mm-hmm. and I just feel like it just comes so natural to them how do they do it but I kind of think like they probably just don't overthink it really and something yeah. that I found like a good life tip for anything especially socialising just fake it till you make it <laughs> yeah no that is very true just 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 pretend as if you are confident and it usually just comes off that like you are mm-hmm. even when you think you're not people won't even see it because they're not second guessing it when you are mm-hmm. you're the only one that's kind of thinking like oh I'm just being awkward I'm just being stupid or weird or something like that when you're really not and just kind of just, just push through it kind of thing and be like it's fine whatever just fake it and you'll be fine if you are focusing on kind of faking it mm-hmm. or oh, yeah, focusing I mean, on oh, yeah. I'm being what? I think they'll be like phony or something like that. No, no, oh, no, no, I'm not saying like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't just be like backstabbing people and two-faced. Like, I just mean just like, just try your best to smile, you know, <laughs> even if you don't really want to. <laughs> A good way to make You know, Joe, you know, he sleeps in his pajamas. So. <laughs> That's the most fr- fun thing he can do. <laughs> Just start making rumours about people you don't know. <laughs> that is a good way to start a conversation. <laughs> Make new friends by making them hate everyone else. I hear Joe doesn't even have pyjamas. <laughs> <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> Jonah, I am Joe. Like. <laughs> his new girl I really recommend it and uh, one of the characters Nick whenever he's in an awkward situation he just like grip, he just like tightens his chin and like moons walk and walks out the I'm trying I'm trying to I'm actually doing it but no one can see it so it's no a bit, one a bit awkward but uh, yeah no fake it till you make it is really good and that has got me through a lot of lot of moments oh, yeah. and stuff and, and then you just lose yourself as well and you just you just actually start to have a good time. Yeah, you? I used to find the, the longer you just like just fake it to make it kind of thing, you eventually just do just make it, and you just find it like find yourself where you are just more comfortable yeah. anyway. And do you know what? If you do have like an embarrassing moment, it, it makes for a really good story. Yeah, for later <laughs> to share just, another time exactly, you got to be sociable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's just <laughs> it's just how it is. But if you're um, if you if you're kind of general generally worried about chit chat or like starting a conversation and I think that that can be the scariest thing about like 
socializing it's just that general kind of initial icebreaker or whatever mm-hmm. is uh, wearing a statement piece um, so I don't know where it could be like a, a bracelet or necklace or you know I don't know a weird hat or, or whatever like hopefully nothing like all appropriate stuff <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> that would be my advice um, but yeah just something that, that can gap, like grab someone's eye and stuff and then also just look for, for like kind of uh, randoms is one website called it there you can just say, oh, I like your, you know, your 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 lights on your trainers or whatever. I like your pajamas. I like pajamas. <laughs> Are you a pajama person? <laughs> so. Something I find as well is like when you do meet someone the first time, like don't be afraid of small talk. I feel like small talk can sometimes get a bad rap. Like oh, it's just so annoying, no one likes it. Which is like yeah, for sure. Like you know whatever, but like. It's just kind of how you're going to break through to find a common ground to speak to someone about something. So, like, if you have to talk to them about the weather or, you know, about, you know, what was on telly last night or something, just something like that, that seems so general as if it's just going to be a boring conversation. Well, it's just just something you're going to push through to find a common ground. So, don't worry about, you know, talking about something that may not seem very interesting. You just find, you know, something in common eventually. Just keep on going in circles until one day you just get off the roundabout. (laughs) And I th- another thing as well is if you generally, again, like not, like you said, John, like don't be phony and stuff, but if you just give like the odd compliment and stuff, like, oh, that's like yeah. a really interesting thing you're studying or, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, uh, like I think those trainers are really cool or stuff, like people tend to just generally like you and I think it's a good kind of psychological impact on or whatever. So. Yeah. And I've always found as well, like the nice guy is always the best guy. <laughs> like I just I just mean like don't like you don't have to overthink like think I've got to be the funniest guy in the room or I've got to be like you know the the, the one of the best stories or something like that like just being like generally nice like Corey saying about just like giving a compliment or something like that yeah. or like just doing something like helpful you know if you you know getting drinks for someone like at the office do you know what I mean just yeah. something small like that that'll like make you go way further than just tr- overly trying to be like the funny guy in the office or like the the one with like the best crazy stories from last year or something kind of guy like just just be the nice guy yeah. and like he's always the one that's loved the most <laughs> and I know this from experience that was good another piece of advice that I read was as well if if you are kind of struggling then see what if you're at a party and stuff like maybe try and help whoever's hosting the party mm-hmm. um, you know with whatever drinks or whatever people do at parties have never been invited so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just uh, it's so crap to do this podcast <laughs> <laughs> but just just think that was an I, I like that piece of advice because that's that's actually something that I do is like because I just because sometimes I do end up going to parties with with uh, my wife Ellie and and she knows obviously, obviously a lot more people than I do and I'll just I don't really know so I'll just either help out and that's how I start a conversation and stuff so that's the more kind of introverted part of or the challenge is more for kind of introverts Mm -hmm. but then on the other side is something called FOMO which is fear (laughs) of missing out which I didn't actually think was a real thing um but it is, it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I only heard about this like a few years ago. Actually, when I started to socialize, is when I started to learn about things. Wow, yeah. this is what it is. <laughs> you 
just learn a lot. <laughs> when you make friends, your world just blows <laughs> wide open. It, it is one benefit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so FOMO, which is very missing out, and obviously there are, again like different spectrums and stuff. And I think mm-hmm. everyone kind of fears, like fears. <laughs> everyone fears. <laughs> everyone, everyone, yeah, I guess, like, has a bit of FOMO, but like some people can get it really, really bad, and mm. to the point that it actually can affect impact their lives in a negative way and mm. they end up sacrificing a lot of like things like schoolwork or work or mm. even relationships as well mm. uh, can be affected um so we looked up some ways to deal with fomo one thing that i just told the most like about dealing with fomo is just i mean like it's been not to be so blunt and obvious about obviously but like just like not just get over it but like <laughs> Just kind of focus more on what you're doing rather than what everybody else is doing. Because, mm. like, sure, like, you know, it would be super nice to, you know, go meet every friends because they're all going to do this. But, like, if you've got something to do or you've already made commitments to do something else, mm-hmm. like, just kind of commit to it and just enjoy what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're going to have a good time no matter what, whether you're sat there stressing about it or not. But if you just kind of think, like, you know, for example, say, you, you know, your friends are going to go to the cinema, but you've said to your brother... <laughs> that you're gonna go, <laughs> that you're gonna sit down and make a podcast with him. Hint, hint. We agree. No, I'm just kidding. But like, for example, say that was the situation, and mm-hmm. I was just like, well, I do. I don't want to miss out, but I also said I'd do this. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna think. Well, do you know what? This is just the situation I'm in right now. Mm-hmm. And I either have one or two situations, I can sulk about it and miss out anyway. Mm-hmm. I can think. Well, do you know what? It's happened. But you know, what? I'm just gonna sit. Here, I'm just gonna do. Have a really good time doing this podcast, mm-hmm. and just kind of. Be in the moment more specifically with yourself and what you're doing mm-hmm. rather than just overthinking what everybody else is doing around you and like oh what could be better but rather instead make the situation you're in better itself mm-hmm. exactly yeah we actually we actually got these uh this advice from psychology today so we figured we could semi-trust what it was saying so, <laughs> um but that was really really good and um just going on with that i think uh cultivating an attitude of gratitude Mm. to quote from the website again like you said if you're grateful for where you are and what you're doing and you're actually enjoying the moment then you realize that there's lots of things you're potentially missing out on Mm. but you'll also miss out on the thing that you're doing right there and then whether Mm. it's relaxing taking a break or so on and so on and so it's focusing on what you have right here and right now rather than what could be or what was or so on and so on yeah and i think it's one of the things like realizing that what you're missing out on is probably not the last time that's ever going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you'll have plenty of time to, you know, socialise more with your friends, you'll have plenty of time to, you know, watch a certain thing on TV or just something like that. Like, there'll be time to do it again or, you know, whatever, but mm-hmm. what you could be missing out on or what you're supposed to be doing is something that could just be, you know, over an instance. So kind of what you're saying about, like, how there are sometimes, you know, people get so stressed out about it, they'll, you know, do bad at school because they're not studying and stuff like that. School is something you only do once in a lifetime. Like you could only be well, to... you can. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, majority, you know, for example, if it's a big test, a big exam. Sure, yeah. It could be the only time you can it's take. It's painful. That. It can be painful to go back. Yeah. yeah, it can be painful to go back. So not, you... not that it's embarrassing. I mean, like it... no, no, yeah, yeah no, yeah, yeah. But like you know, for example, if it's last big exam after four sure, years, yeah, what exactly. a waste of more time after all the exactly, work yeah, you've yeah. done just to blow it away. You didn't mm-hmm. you know, do enough revision or study or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, when you kind of just got to have a bigger perspective and looking like the, the exactly. long term yeah, rather yeah. than a short term just like oh let's do a fun night of doing this rather yeah. than like what could be you know an, an eternity of happiness yeah. with your 
degree that may not be that useful. Whatever, <laughs> it's, the, it's not the point right yeah. now. <laughs> that's, well, that's another podcast. <laughs> what to do with you when you realise your degree is not, not quite what you hoped for. <laughs> <laughs> I feel speaking, like you have some experience in that yeah, job. Speaking from that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Um, God, no, it's true. <laughs> uh, God, so, um, kind of going on with that as well, one of the pieces of advice is, is uh, about going for the experience and not the symbol. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, again, people who, who if you want to say suffer or however you want to call it from FOMO, that um, it, it's about kind of making sure they look a certain way or in, in terms of like what they've Doing done. Doing the Instagram posts. Yeah, and, and only certain people. And, and that's, you know, it's, again, like, it's, I think it's a very easy trap to fall into and yeah. so on. And so one of the ways to kind of deal with FOMO is kind of focus on the experience mm-hmm. and not trying to care too much about what other people think, which is a perfectly yeah. human, natural, oh, yeah, normal sure. thing to do. Everyone feels like but that. But again, it's all about degrees and so mm-hmm. on and so on. Yeah, because I mean, you'll see stuff like people doing stuff together and you think like, oh, it looks so fun because they're enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. But you may not enjoy the same way they do. Exactly. So you're just going to yeah. do it because it looks fun rather than because you think you're actually going to enjoy it then. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Probably not even worth it, is it? Yeah. And that, I, do you know what I fall into as well? It's like, mm. sometimes I hype things up too much in my mind of mm. like, oh, it has to look a certain way or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I just don't, I just I struggle to enjoy the experience. Yeah. Because I'm, it's, I don't know, I'm just, it's not quite Instagram filter kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I, I struggle with that sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I do that with like, um, suggest like a TV show or like a, a sketch, but something specifically to do with comedy. Mm. Like saying, it's so, so funny. Like, you uh, just yeah. hide yourself getting ready to laugh so hard. You have to be hard. really careful to hide things up. Maybe. And it's like, and it's not even like, it's funny, but it's like not as funny as you thought. So yeah. it's even less funnier. And you're just like, oh, that's so disappointing. I never, I've stopped doing that. I've yeah. stopped like, like forcing people to watch funny things because they feel such a pressure there's such a pressure to laugh and then you can hear when they do laugh they're like forcing the laugh extra because they know this voice is really funny so it's like ha 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 and you're just like it's even less funny now because I can hear your fake laugh and it's making me want to cry but I think as well just to kind of encapsulate this it, it takes practice like and it's it's something you have to consistently work on, mm. whether you're trying to go one way or the other. It's it's not easy. Um, <laughs> I'm just t- just a little dab. It's two minutes to midnight. <laughs> I was yawning into my elbow. It's two minutes to midnight, Joe. I'm a little tired. Please forgive me. <laughs> a little dab. <laughs> just give me a social booster. <laughs> <for dab. laughs> a dabino. <laughs> um, yeah, it just takes practice, and it's just, it's just, it's just a factor of life. Like nobody's, nobody's. Well, I don't know. Maybe some people have bang on perfect in the middle, but <laughs> no, no. Uh, but just as well, uh, a few apps as well that can help. Uh, the Meetup app is really, really good, and basically, if you're looking to socialize or looking for people who share similar interests that you that you have, also have. It's really good. You just download it and you type in your interests and so on and your area and it'll find the closest group that has similar interests uh, and is closest to you. So if you're interested in Dungeons & Dragons, plenty of Dungeons & Dragons. If you're interested in not socializing in a social group, there's like groups for that and there's all kinds of like weird and wacky ones and, you know, 
so on and so on. So that, that's a really good app for find, finding people with similar interests. It's like a dating app, but for making friends. Yeah, it's like... It's, like, it's, not, it's not like you swipe people. No. <laughs> Avoid, like... Yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> oh, that's really cool, actually. Yeah. And then as well, I, I just, just because of my own personal experience, language is a, a really good way of forcing you to socialize mm. because it is, it is necessary in order to learn. <laughs> and so a good app for socializing and learning a language is the app Tandem, mm. which kind of groups you with people who are trying to learn the language that you know and they know the language that you are trying to learn and mm. so on. And you can even play games like against each other and stuff. You can is this just is this just on the app that you communicate? Do you meet up like the meetup app or? Uh, you just communicate, but obviously if you want to meet up, then you mm. you just organize that and stuff. So That's cool. yeah, obviously we advise everyone to be safe <laughs> oh, yeah, online yeah. and stuff. And so what are kind of some bad experiences that you've had? Socialising. Yeah. Let's <laughs> go down and gritty right now, Joseph. Um, gosh, so many. Um, <laughs> Which one do I choose from? <laughs> do you have any? Um, Socialising is the only bad story that I can think of. And like a kind of social experience was actually what I was telling you earlier when we were in town. And, like, so I was still... Um, I get the train home from work every day. And, like, my vision is pretty bad. Like, I can't see long distances. Oh, okay, yeah. And so, like, I was stood underneath the screens pretty close. And, like, because I was so close and the screens are so high with, like, all the times of the trains, I was, like, my head was, like, right up trying to look at it. And my eyes was, like, squinted, just trying to picture anything together what time a train was. Anyway, so this friend we have um, comes up to me. And, like, because, obviously, my head is up, I can't see him at head level, so he starts waving his hand in the air. So I see his hand, and I like turn my head down. And I see it's my friend. I'm like, oh hey. So I be I think he has his hand out because he's going for a hug because he hasn't seen me for a little while. So I go in for a hug. He wasn't being that friend, well, like as friendly as I was, because <laughs> he goes in for a handshake at this point. Yeah, yeah. But because I'm already committed to this hug, I just start going in. His hand hits my chest, and I just end up wrapping my hands around this crippled body as he's as <laughs> his hand is like crushed into my chest. And then I'm like, oh, oh, because I'm just like, oh, he didn't mean to hug me. I feel so awkward now. So then I pull out, and then I still shake his hand, but then I go in for another hug anyway as I'm shaking his hand. And then all he just goes is, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no. And his sister was like right there as well. And I look over, and I kind of like, wave and say hi and she's just like <laughs> hi like, slowly <laughs> she's like I'm gonna get my train now so <laughs> and I was like yeah but there's no train why are you walking on the track <laughs> like, no no I need to get away <laughs> I'll meet her halfway I mean <laughs> yeah I mean that was only a couple weeks ago yeah um gosh I can't and I didn't even say anything that was just me being me <laughs> Yeah, I mean, plenty, oh, plenty of like awkward experiences, but nothing that really comes to mind. I, I, something that I'm very conscious about is my arms. <laughs> yeah, me too. You, you ever talk, yeah, <laughs> and you just realize you have arms and you don't know where to put them. Sometimes you're like, as if like you're standing, you don't know what stance to do, and sometimes. <laughs> You're like you're gonna lean too much, as if you're like posing, as if you're like doing your like your year six photo picture, and you're just like over the shoulder, just <laughs> smell my arms. <laughs> just 
interesting. You just try like as natural as possible, but you overdo natural, <laughs> like like a Vogue photo shoot. And it's like just look natural. And it's like oh yeah, natural, yeah, sexy, sexy. <laughs> oh dear, yeah, just oh. And in fact, as well, so as you were saying, I just thought I was at the work the other day and like. Um, I, I got up to go because I had like a, a pot of porridge that I was eating on my desk and then like I go to I'm going to the kitchen to put my bowl in the sink and my supervisor um, calls me over and he's giving me some advice about my work and how I can how I can improve but I'm stood like right at someone else's desk as well mm. but like he's sat down and I'm stood up <laughs> and like obviously because like he's giving me advice and like it's not awkward it's supernatural but like obviously you kind of want to take it in and just look as like as if you're not being offended because I wasn't at all be- I want to make sure he knows I'm not being offended sure. and giving me advice but I've also stood at this person's desk and there's like little screens up at each desk and I'm like kind of leaning on it but then I notice I'm being like too leany as if I'm like getting angry but I'm just leaning so then I'm just like trying to change my stance and then like then I'm like almost as if I'm like sitting on the back of this person like my colleague's chair and I'm just like what am I doing and I'm just like trying to look so hard and so I'm not like offended just don't look natural but I am but I'm like overthinking it I'm just like I'm just gonna throw myself in a black hole because I can't deal with this anymore oh my gosh. I'm gonna throw myself in a black hole <laughs> oh my gosh. yeah no I I <laughs> Maybe I'm not as bad as I think. <laughs> yeah, arms, arms is a big one. And then uh, supermarkets are the worst. So like when you see someone, and then like, so you either you either do the you do do the brave thing and is acknowledge them, which is like what I think you should do. But you or you play the long game. Which is what I do, <laughs> and I try and avoid them. Because <laughs> like, I don't want to start. Because like, I'm fine having the conversation, but then it's like the constant, like, oh hi, like when as you see them in the next aisle, and then you're trying to avoid them, and then like it's just. <laughs> I probably literally just abandon the trolley and go to a different supermarket. I'll <laughs> <laughs> so just finish your shop. And you're like, no. Like, yeah, this, yeah. no, don't need this today. Kids will starve. <laughs> and oh my gosh, I just have another story. So, this is like extreme <laughs> social anxiety to the max. So, yeah. I was probably like 12 or 13. I think I was 12. And too old for this. Basically, this one thing is too old, really. So, me and you were at this like. Oh, this involves uh, me. Yeah, this oh. is when we were kids. And really, it's like youth activity. And at the end of the activity, they're giving out hot dogs or something like that. And, like, I came up to you. I don't know why. I, don't know why. I, just, I have no there's, idea. There's so many things I do in my life where I'm just like, why did they do this? I just, I don't know. So don't, don't judge me too much. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, so you said to your friends. And, like, by the way, at this point, like, for all, like, our, like the kind of youth activities we're going to, at this point, Joe won't admit this, but he was, like, the popular guy. Like, he was super popular. Everyone loved Joe. And I was his nerdy little brother. But like all his friends would be you're like, the, you're the cool guy right now. You're the cool guy in the family. Yeah, right now it's changed. <laughs> but at this point, when I was like prepubescent, I was like the worst. <laughs> just the worst. Anyway, so I go up to Joe and he's with all his friends. And I say something to him like, hey, don't eat too many hot dogs because <laughs> mom is <laughs> me tea. So you don't want to get too full. And like... <laughs> get too full and then you just look at me because I've interrupted your entire conversation with your friends you just look at me and be like 
Right, okay. And then that, I was just like so socially anxious because I started to look oh, at no, him. No, 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 this is not, this is my fault, believe me. And I was just like, oh no, whatever, then what's going on? And then your friends go, oh, he's so cute, bless him. <laughs> and then I just burst into tears. <laughs> I just did not handle the situation. So I just cried. And you had to like pull me away to the corridor. Oh. I'd be like, Juno, what's wrong? And I'm just like, I don't know. I just don't know. I shouldn't bang the table. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just remembered that. I was just like, oh, that was the worst. I like, literally just got worse from that. Like, until I was 18, that was literally my life. And after that, I got over it and I'm like, I'm like a lot, like I can handle situations way better now. But man, that's just the, the extreme case that social anxiety can bring. <laughs> I just didn't know what to say. I handle myself, so it's just a like default cry. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, I'm literally sweating right now. That's too much. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, and I think it's just because your friends are just like, oh, bless him. And I was like, no, no, no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't get too full. Mums make dinner. <laughs> what a pearl of wisdom from a 12 year old. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh. I don't. <laughs> But anyway, yeah. Oh, man. Mm. <laughs> Literally a decade on. <laughs> yeah, you're 22 today. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I, start. And I've literally, I guarantee you, after you finish the podcast, I'll think about 20 more stories just like that where I've cried. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I don't... I, I, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> Oh. You blocked it out your memory. Yeah. It's engraved in mine forever. <laughs> I think I think my I think my brain has done like the has done me a, done me a favor and like it's just like this filter and I just can't remember. <laughs> I'm i a very I can be a very social, socially awkward person. Oh no, I have one. I do have one. Yes. Okay. Right. So <laughs> this isn't as good as Jonas trying. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never see a hot dog. <laughs> I'll never see a hot dog the same way. Oh my gosh. Oh, you were I don't know, it's been like so big as well, like going up to Joe's friends and like I was 12 and they were all 16, so like at that point, like it's a real cool thing. And it's like, hey Joe, don't eat too many hot dogs. Saved your life. <laughs> Just king, cry. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, just friends, gather around. You guys want to hear this? <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs> I'm just trying to breathe. <laughs> I'm just trying to breathe. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> come up to me like Joe <laughs> don't eat those hot dogs <laughs> I can't finish my joke <laughs> I'm gonna give up <laughs> oh dear not worth it um, oh that was the funniest thing I've heard in a very long time um, so just just to balance things out because Jono has shared quite a few embarrassing <laughs> stories we're not even going to share our, the stories that we researched because there's no time but <laughs> So, one of the most embarrassing things that I've done is, uh, is when I'm wet, is when I'm wet, is when I met my mother-in-law for the first time. <laughs> she obviously wasn't my mother-in-law at the time, but, like, she now is. But anyway, so, <clears throat> all I'll say is when I, when I met Ellie's family for the first time, there was a lot of pressure, pressure surrounding the visit. And, mm-hmm. and the pressure in the sense that we just all wanted to get along. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't like it wasn't like anything else. And uh, speaking to Ellie's mum, and uh, I just just want to say thank you for letting me stay. And uh, I just wanted to express that gratitude. So I just said, "Oh, thank you so much for letting me stay. Like I'm like I'm looking forward to staying and so on." And my brain puts my hands together and bows. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere, somewhere in my brain was like, and now bow. <laughs> and she just stares at me, and it's very, very awkward. And, oh dear. But after your hot dog story, it just seems like nothing. Oh so. my gosh, no. I know your best story, Joe. You know my best story. I know your best story. Okay, you can edit this out if you don't want to say it. Go on. But when we went on the triple date in America, and you say goodbye oh. to your date... <laughs> Oh, all right. Okay. So, so we went on this this triple. I can't. I can't, Joe. It's not that thing. So we went on this triple day, and and at the end, so we walk into a door, and, and like I just I just go to like kiss her on the cheek, and like for some reason, for some reason, my brain. Does this just my brain just does these things where it just doesn't think things through, and it's like a different part of me. It's not like a consciousness. It's not like I think, oh, this is a good decision, then regret it. It's just my my body does something, and I'm like, why? <laughs> so like, so <laughs> so we just give it a kiss in the cheek, and I just go, mwah. <laughs> I won't get you up. Make the sound as if it's just you know yeah, what could have been. <laughs> oh man. What did she do? How did she react to that? <laughs> she just slapped me in the face. <laughs> she just went inside and slows the No, she, was, she, she just backed away. <laughs> to the neck. <laughs> that was the last time I spoke to her, to be fair. Yeah. Oh, that's too oh, funny. Oh, oh my gosh. So that's. Well, hopefully everyone feels better about that yeah, lifestyle. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're, yeah, we would uh, we would really like to hear any more embarrassing horror stories, uh, and we actually have a new email because we can't access the other email. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, so that was a bit of a nightmare. So the new email. Sorry if anyone has emailed us. I doubt it, but anyway, it, um, the new email is hts two zero s at gmail.com. So it's just 
the initials of how to survive your 20s at gmail.com. And the number 20 is 20, so hdsy20s at gmail.com. Mm. And there is also our Instagram account, which is... At how to survive your 20s. How to, how to survive your 20s. Yeah, you just spell it exactly how you say it. Yeah, yeah. And also as well, if you go onto our Instagram account, you can find our email address on there as well. So Okay, so usually, obviously, uh, before we end our podcast, we do always want to end on a high note, not just stories of how I cry. <laughs> <laughs> we always want to kind of give a bit of inspiration to those 20-year-olds out there who just kind of look into, you know, not wallowing self-pity the entire time. So, our inspirational person at this podcast is J.K. Rowling, mm-hmm. one of my most favourite people ever. Mostly because this Saturday I'm going to go see the new Fantastic Beasts film and I'm so excited. And I am actually rereading all the Harry Potter books right now. I'm yeah. on the Prison of Oscar book right now, about halfway oh, through. Pretty good. I'm reliving it and I love it so much. Mm. I'm so, so obsessed with Harry Potter. I love it so much. Anyway, it's not the point, not at all, what I'm trying to say. <laughs> what I'm saying, so J.K. Rowling, she finished writing the books when she's actually 29 years old, so almost 30, but she's still in her 20s, so it still counts. Did she finish writing the, all the books? It wasn't published. No, no, the first one. Oh, uh, yeah, the Philosopher's Stone. Okay. So it wasn't published yet, but she had finished writing the Philosopher's Stone mm-hmm. uh, when she's 29 years old. And I was actually doing a bit of research about J.K. Rowling, kind of like her life when she was 20 years old, mm-hmm. or like in her 20s at least, anyway. And she actually led some pretty interesting life. Um, so when she was in her 20s, she moved to Portugal as an mm-hmm. English teacher. Mm-hmm. So she was teaching English as a second language, which I thought was really cool, because we've done similar stuff to that. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Um, and then she got married, had her first kid, and then she was actually in a, um abusive relationship with her husband and so ended up getting divorced and then moving back to the UK mm. um, which is pretty pretty devastating but obviously you know she you know, didn't let her hold it down and she completely transferred her whole life around yeah. by writing one of the I think it's the most successful franchise of all time Harry Potter it may have been overtaken by now but when I was in sixth form it was at the point. That's, <laughs> that's where I learned the fact <laughs> so okay. back in like 2000 and you know so all we, can, all we can say is when Jonah there was a point in time Jonah, Jonah read something <laughs> no 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 this was in my media studies class that we read this I don't okay. know, oh, fair, fair, so fair, it was like okay. a legitimate source so at one okay. point in time it was the most successful franchise of all time really and she created all this in her mind when she was in her 20s which I think is really really fantastic so these small ideas you may have when you're just a silly old 20 year old can turn into something really amazing exactly very good <clears throat> even if you've had hardships in your life exactly great so just a reminder new email htsy20s how to survive your 20s at gmail.com and our instagram account is um, how to survive your 20s at how to survive your 20s at how to Great, okay. Well, I hope this hasn't been too awkward. <laughs> yeah, and I hope you just feel better about life <laughs> when you know there are other people out there who are, who are suffering too, but still living. I feel like this is a really awkward end. Like, I don't know how to finish. <laughs> Literally, though. Well, what a, what, what a perfect way to end it, though, on an awkward note. So, let's just end it there. Right, bye. <laughs>
Joseph, edit this out.